In this first half of today's podcast, I give life pro tips, uh, I talk relationship advice, and in the second half of the podcast, uh, I just give a rundown of my thoughts for the week. Enjoy. Hey guys, checking back in with the podcast. I'm going to try to go a little longer today. Um, We're going to get back on Reddit. That was just the thoughts of the day. And now this is going to be the Reddit of the day. And the Reddit is going to be some um, trending shit. Okay, ask Reddit. What are some study tips for high school students who are struggling and want to improve? Study in short bursts. I remember a psych professor in college saying it's been proven that after 20-30 minutes of studying, your brain starts to retain less and less info. So study for 20-30 minutes, take a quick 10-minute break, and go back to studying. What conspiracy theories turned out to be true? My father, who I previously thought was insane, was convinced that meds the military used to prevent Malaria caused serious and permanent. Methloquine. Oh, wow. Do you need a virtual hug? What's wrong? My grandpa died on Tuesday. It was very sudden. What's your favorite fruit? I like the banana. I love nectarines. Oh my god, nectarines are so good. Raspberries. Raspberries are amazing. Wow. What's the creepiest thing you've ever witnessed? I'm literally going to skip this one. That was weird. What makes you statistically rare? My middle name is Matrix. That's hilarious. You get to rename any country. What countries do you rename? I'm skipping that one. I don't like it. Is it okay for adults to sleep with stuffed animals? If there should be a cutoff age, what age should it be? What is something in high school that actually matters later in life? Graduating. Poker Night NYC. I'm excited. Safe. Oh, life pro tips. Oh, yes. Forgot about this Reddit. So, 
Life pro tip, never judge your own looks by your phone's selfie camera. Nobody looks very good from a foot away. Furthermore, phone cameras drastically distort shape and proportions. I try to never look at myself through those. Like, I, I, yeah, I definitely don't do that. Before purchasing something, equate it to how many hours you'll need to work to be able to afford it, and suddenly the item you were looking to get may not seem so needed as it was before. Life pro tip. It's easier to stop doing something 100% of the time than only 99% of the time. When you only commit 99% of some, to something, you always have to decide when that 1% is going to happen. 100% makes it easy. There's no decision to make. Life pro tip. If someone, especially a child, does something annoyingly or seemingly stupid, instead of saying, what is wrong with you, ask, why did you do that? If someone, especially a child, does something annoying or seemingly stupid, instead of saying, what is wrong with you, ask, why did you do that? Life pro tip. If you're looking to buy something for your toddler, check out what daycares use. Daycares normally buy the cheapest thing that will last, and you can see how that thing has lasted under intense conditions. This can save you a lot of time and money. If you are in the path of Dorian and own pets, please write your pet's name and your phone number on their belly with a permanent marker. Collars fall off and chips can't be read if there is no internet. If you don't know how to spell something, use the talk to text feature on your phone. If a woman treats showing you affection like she's doing you a favor, leave the relationship. If a woman treats showing you affection like she's doing you a favor, leave the relationship. If you don't, she will keep stringing you on until she finds someone better and you will be a lot more hurt than you would be if you just left. Life pro tip. To prep for a hurricane, to prepare for a hurricane, fill every food storage container you have with water and freeze it now. If you lose power, transfer, transfer these giant ice cubes to the fridge. They will keep it sufficiently cool to preserve food for days and provide a drinkable water source as the ice melts. Rewatch movies with audio in a language you are trying to learn. Life pro tip. You can reduce some of your daily stress by making your phone into an actual phone again for a day or two. Turn off all the sounds from your text messages and notifications. Turn off your data and Wi-Fi and make sure the only sound your phone makes is the ringing of an incoming call. The easiest yet most effective thing you can do to be ready for an unexpected natural disaster is to never let your gas tank fall be below half. The easiest yet most effective thing you can do to be ready for an unexpected natural disaster is to never let your gas tank fall below half. Oh my gosh. Next time you clean your car, take photos of it as if you were about to sell. When the day comes to actually sell the car, you already have photos of it while it was clean. Life Pro Tips Back to school mega thread. Post all your tips about starting college slash university slash high school here. Some things I wish I had been told when I started college. 
You don't have to ask to leave the room. Go to the bathroom, go get coffee or a snack, go fill your water bottle. Professors don't care if you leave and come back as long as you don't interrupt. Putting your hand up to ask is interrupting. Be friendly with your professors and learn to send short, friendly emails. Those two things are as important as learning. Oh my god, literally number two. Be friendly with your professors and learn to send short, friendly emails. Those two things are as important as learning. Yes. Professors lo Number three, professors love it when you're active in class without being long-winded or over-explaining your question. They probably get it if they have been teaching for a while. If you have a mandatory attendance rate, they will most likely be willing to give you some leeway if you have been an active participant. They want you to pass. Do not join a group chat for your class, especially not a Snapchat group chat. You think that people could be mature adults, but they can't. It's going to be drama. Yeah. Having a class Facebook group to share info and plan class parties and stuff is all you need. Edit. I said a group is okay. That's a very different online environment than a group chat. There's no important info that can only go in a chat and not in a group. Check your schedule every morning. Rooms change and classes get canceled at the drop of a hat. And then someone said, it's okay to be in a group chat. Wow, that was actually really useful. My favorite tip from there, be friendly with your professors and learn to send short, friendly emails. Those two things are as important as learning. NYC Apartments. That's a great thread for me. Ask Los Angeles. New Jersey. Backpacking. We don't want to talk about that. I am very smart. Oh, we could do jokes. Solo travel, that's a group. Um, Alright, I'm going to have to... We could do jokes um, after... After this. Thank you guys and make sure to subscribe. Relationship advice. This section of the podcast you have all been waiting for. I talk relationships. I talk sex. I talk love. This is an unfiltered relationship section of the podcast, Adults Only. This post comes from Reddit. My 19-year-old female, I'm... My boyfriend, I'm a 19-year-old female, my boyfriend, 20-year-old male, broke up with me because I'm too good at sex. I'm a 19-year-old female, my boyfriend, a 20-year-old male, broke up with me because I'm too good at sex. We've been dating for a year, he's a year older than me, and we met in college. We took things slow because we're both virgins, and it's special to both of us, so we agreed we'd wait until we're really in love and sure about each other. After a year, we could see ourselves married in the future, so we decided to have sex. Even after our first time, he asked me if I really was a virgin or if I lied because I was too good. No, I didn't lie, I just watched some educational videos and practiced on my own. 
Since then, he'd get weird during sex. Like, if I did something good, he'd say it felt good. Then his face would change like he was thinking. Now I know he was questioning if I was really a virgin. Anyway, he broke up with me yesterday after we had sex. TMI, I was writing him, and he said I act like a porn star, and he's obviously not the only guy, and he thinks I lied to him. I told him I watched a ton of porn and copy from the videos, but he doesn't believe me. Great. Never thought I'd be dumped for being too good at sex. I just really sucked because we had sex because we thought we'd be long-term, and we broke up already. I want him back. I know he's just being paranoid. How do I tell him that I wasn't lying? <laughs> what do you guys think? Imagine breaking up with your girlfriend because she's too good at sex. What the heck? So, that woman was too good at sex. College kid, man. Alright, this relationship advice question uh, is about a tampon. My, I'm a 22-year-old female, my boyfriend of three years, a 23-year-old male, and I just had a huge fight over about a tampon. Yes, you read that correctly. The subject matter is a tampon. Preface, I took a plan B recently, and with that comes your period. So today I woke up at about 7 a.m. as I became a, began my menstrual cycle, going to skip the TMI and simply say I had to run immediately to our bathroom located in our room unfortunately there were no tampons in our bathroom they were downstairs i asked my boyfriend to please go get me one from downstairs and he refused just straight up no i'm sleeping and tired leave me alone i tried to explain to him that it was an emergency i really needed his help in that moment as i was essentially stuck on the toilet and he just replied with no use a towel or something and you go get it i started crying because i'm a fairly emotional person and it really made me sad they wouldn't help me when i really needed it he is the reason I currently got my period. Anyways, plan B. Well, I guess my crying upset him even more, so he got up and said, I do too much, and tried to slam the bathroom door so he could ignore me. In the process, he clipped my legs, and as a result, my whole body would turn the toilet seat, essentially breaking it off. I know all of it sounds bad. Typing it out really shows me how disturbing his reaction was. I guess I'm just trying to be level-headed, see if there are any opposing perspectives. Without being too dramatic, or am I justified? This is about a tampon. Am I justified in wanting to break up over this? His reaction in general tells me that he does not know how to conduct himself maturely and respectfully. But to play devil's advocate, he is a D1 college athlete, so he's on a very tight schedule with long days, resulting in him being tired most of the time. Sorry if this is rambling, just looking for opinions here. A tampon story. Before I move out and back home across the country, because if I decide there's no coming back, Edit. He is home from practice. Not sorry, not remorseful. Still blame me for doing too much. I can't stop crying. Edit to fucking love Reddit, man. This isn't the first time he's reacted short-tempered like this to something, is it? Was What was his reaction once the toilet seat broke? Also remember, there are millions of people in stressful jobs positioned in life that doesn't give the thumbs up to behave like this. It's not. I can't lie. Once I saw it was broken, he said again that I do too much. Like, what the heck? He's the one that broke it. Hijacking because I've had to take this pill. It is no ride in the park and your man is a boy. This tuna sandwich with limbs that you're dating doesn't care that the pill puts your whole body and endocrine system in a major distress. It's not a goddamn aspirin. Fuck your ex. Unsympathetic piece of shit. He's not the type to hold your hair back when you're throwing up. That's clear. He couldn't get off, off his ass to do one thing for you, but he gets off his ass to screw you. He's exactly half the reason your body's in distress right now. He's more concerned with himself and his fucking beauty rest. 
and worth gives zero shits about consoling your absolute cunt of a man. What do you guys think, man? He's probably should have just been more relaxed about it. Okay, next. Title. Relationship advice. Quote. I slept with my roommate within an hour of meeting him. I slept with my roommate within an hour of meeting him. Hey, a week ago I posted about the fact that I slept with my roommate within an hour of meeting him and I wasn't sure where to go from there. I was surprised how much attention it got and thank you all for your comments. I think I was a little too excited and you brought me back down to earth. The following few days, neither of us were home much so we only saw each other briefly but we were friendly on Thursday. He knocked on my door in the evening and asked if we could talk. I was so nervous I thought he was going to say he had a girlfriend but he was actually really good. He addressed everything straight away and made me feel so comfortable. He said that he's sorry he wasn't around much of the days after, but I was like, no, it's fine. I haven't been home either. I knew it wasn't on purpose. The vibe between us has never been awkward or anything. Anyway, he said he was really surprised at himself. So this is, I slept with my roommate within an hour of meeting him. Anyway, he said he was surprised at himself at what happened, but he really enjoyed it and he had got a really good feeling from me. And then he left and he was real cute. And he said, like, maybe you have a good soul, if that's a thing. I put his hand on mine, and he was kidding, but it was cute. And then he stopped, and he said he really wanted to know how I felt, and he said, sorry, I'm not trying to make this a big thing. I just want to make sure you're okay with everything. I want to make sure you feel respected. I was kind of blown away by how sweet he was about it. I said I was fine, and that I, f that I felt the same as him, like shocked but happy, but not wanting to make it a huge thing. He said he's really attracted to me, but his main concern is making sure we're both happy living together, whatever happens. I slept with my roommate within one hour of meeting him. I said I agreed and then we just carried on talking and dissolved into talking about nothing for about five hours. Then it was really late and he said he should go to bed and he kissed my hand jokingly before he left. It was all really sweet and nice and I think that whatever happens he's a respectful guy and we'll communicate and we'll be mindful of each other. At one point while we were talking he did say sorry we've gotten off track but I felt it was important we didn't just discuss what happened. I wanted to get to know you a bit. It was a spontaneous thing so I'm glad you agreed that we shouldn't make a big deal out of it. And there's no point discussing hypotheticals or getting caught up in worry. We'll be good to each other and treat each other like humans, and that's all we can do. And maybe we'll have sex again, too, if you're up for that. God, he's great. Anyway, sorry, it's nothing too exciting, but I had a few PMs asking for an update, so I want to let you know. All right, before I read the comments, I think that's a really cool thing. That kind of thing doesn't happen often. So if you're in a situation like that, like he said, don't make a big deal out of it. You're pretty lucky, and maybe just don't tell the whole world about it until it gets off the ground. Kissed your hand jokingly, LMAO. Update number two. Today he got on his knees and proposed to me. Haha, ha, he was just joking, but I thought it was really cute. We're married now. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Um, okay. I slept with my roommate within an hour of meeting him. Alright, that is relationship advice for the day. Hit it up. You know, relationship advice, if you're going through tough relationship questions, give me a call at miafight.com on Twitter at kinglit93. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 68 of the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm getting that slight edge over our competition. Getting it. Um, 
out here in the Tennessee. Um, you know, do your best every day. Every day is another opportunity. It's a new blank slate. Uh, you know, you've got to leave yesterday behind. You know, tr- don't bring yesterday into today with you. Clean the slate. Begin each day anew. Each day is a new day. You know, half the time we bring in all our baggage from the last, the, the day before into our day and you just waste it that way do new things you know you've got you have to take personality tests take the hexaco test take the dark triad test you got to learn about who you are and a personality test you can google you know big five personality test and you can take these personality tests and they're like 10-15 minutes and they're free online you can do it from your phone and it just it can analyze pretty well what kind of person you are and that can lead to more understanding of self and you can be better it's about 10pm Chattanooga, Tennessee and it's a whole new vibe like I'm on a whole new little vibe here in the south and it's not really good or bad, it's just, it is what it is. Um, it's like, I'm not trying to ride this vibe out. Like, I'm not trying to be here for, like, 20 years. But I think it can catapult me into Atlanta. And then Atlanta can pretty much catapult me to wherever I want to do in life. So, it's no worries. Um, the Nuga Market's tomorrow. I'm going to try to get there for a little bit. And, uh, my storage space on this phone is, like, like, my podcast don't save when I go over, like, five or ten minutes, so I'm just gonna keep this really short, and, uh, maybe I'll do, like, two short sections, and then maybe I could make it ten minutes long, but if I'm not doing a super long podcast, it's because I gets cut off and doesn't save if I go for really long, so I'm just gonna do it pretty, pretty short. Um, I've been learning a lot recently, reading a lot of books, so if you catch me in the Mercedes pretty soon, please do not be shocked, because I will be rolling, and (laughs) it'll be too late to ask to be my friend at that point. (laughs) I will be running the numbers up, and uh, back messing with all my old friends. All my old friends who've been on their grind, who I've been learning all this stuff from. But uh, yeah, guys, I'm happy to see another day. I'm happy that you guys are on this journey with me. I'm happy that we're learning together. You know, you got to read more. Read 10 pages a day. Do do your homework. Do your job. Like, do your work. Um, easy to do the little things every day. It's easy not to do the little things. And the little things add up. That is the slight edge. Stay focused. You know, be royalty. Like, if you're going to be a bitch, be a bitch. If you're going to be a king, be a king. Ain't nothing in between. If you're going to be a bitch, be a bitch. If you're going to be a king, be a king. Ain't nothing in between. Stay strong. Keep fighting. You know, write every day. Like, write your thoughts down. You don't have to share them. 
but it's really healthy to just journal like a page a day. Like you literally don't have to share with anybody. If you're worried about hackers, you can write it on a pen and a piece of paper and you can write it every day for a month and then you can read it over and then you can burn it if you want. Whatever makes you happy. Uh, but writing every day, it'll just allow you to get some clarity. Kind of lets, lets you let go of, of the day in a way. And, you know, you write it out and you're like, ah, oh, that's, you know, that's what I was thinking. That's what I lived. And it, it lets you focus um, a lot better. Um, so, yeah, write, write more often. Organize. Stay focused. I'm getting 1,000 visits per month. 1,000 views per month on the website, miafight.com. Stay connected. And I am really happy about that. A thousand views per month. That's the, my highest monthly score so far over the last two years. I was doing like a hundred views. And so I think it's because I'm finally getting a decent stack of articles on there. So check out the website miafight.com. I'll link it in the description. And, uh, you know, it's like one human journey, la-di-da-di-da, we're all in this together, you know, so really what separates winners and losers is like two things, it's, it's your work and your knowledge, so you gotta learn more and then you gotta apply that knowledge, you know, you could work, 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 work in a chicken factory and you get nowhere, or you could learn, 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 read every single amazing book and never apply it, never do any work and you'll get nowhere, so you gotta marry work harder plus read more books solid like you just look up people who are really successful that you admire so when you admire in your field people who've made it in life and look at their top 10 book recommendations like lots of people do that and then you know you've got your whole book list for the next 10 years like you can find a hundred books that you can read and, you know, you don't have to guess what you should be reading. Um, but, yeah, stay learning, stay focused. We out here. Hit me up if you're in Atlanta. That's that's where I'll be at this next month. And uh, past that, hit me up if you're in the U.S. And uh, let's connect. Um, I'd like to throw a party soon. We're going to do a big party in Austin, Texas. Call it the... I have a name idea. I don't want to say it right now, but party in Austin, Texas, a big party uh, within the year, maybe, um, I don't know, obviously a month when South By is not, so I'm not sure when South By is, but yeah, so I'll be selling tickets to that, you can find that up under the events tab on the website pretty soon, and we'll be doing events, um, Boston speakers, and yeah, guys, it's life. Let me turn it off so it doesn't delete here. Oh, hold on. Subscribe. Gracias a todos por escuchar el podcast de hoy. Netflix, Bloodline, turn the heck up. This is your one life. We rise by lifting others. That's my alarm. Gotta go. See you tomorrow.